A new survey suggests schools across Illinois are suffering from a shortage of teachers and other professionals, and school officials say they don't see any relief in sight. We'll talk about that with reporters who've been covering the issue on this edition of Capital Cast. Hello and welcome to Capital Cast, a regular podcast of Capital News Illinois. I'm Peter Hancock. For each of the last five years, the Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents of Schools has been surveying local school officials about how hard it's been to fill open teaching positions. Their latest survey, which is out this week, shows 88% of those responding say they have a teacher shortage and the problem is being made worse by the pandemic. 93% expect the shortage to worsen over the next couple of years, and there are more than 2,000 open positions in the state that are either not filled or filled by someone not fully qualified to teach that class. Many schools report they've either had to cancel classes or move them online. Mark Kleisner is president of the association, and he says special education and English as a second language are the hardest teaching positions to fill. Essentially, those are the top two, special ed and ESL. And then in regions that largely depend on CTE, um, career and technical education, that has been a very hard area to staff as well. Recently, I've heard quite a bit of challenge with uh, physical education, which is interesting. I'm not, I don't have a good why, but um, our study has always found special ed, ESL, and CTE. Kathy Griffin, who's president of the Illinois Education Association, the state's largest teachers union, says she has seen it on the ground as well. We've been struggling with um, a teacher shortage for a number of years. We've had fewer and fewer um, college students choosing the profession of education for their college degree. However, the pandemic has just really um, brought to light the real true shortage as well as we are seeing um, some people who are current who were current educators either retire earlier than they had anticipated or um, they've decided not to stay in the field. Now the teacher shortage is not uniform across the state. Some regions are reporting more severe shortages than others. Capital News Illinois took a deep dive into the numbers to find out who's having the hardest time filling teaching positions and what they think should be done about it. And with us today are three reporters who worked on this project, Grace Kinnicutt, Taylor, Taylor Vidmar, and Andrew Adams. All are reporting interns with the University of Illinois Springfield Public Affairs Reporting Program. Grace is interning this year with Capital News Illinois. Taylor is with Lee Enterprises, which publishes papers in Decatur, Bloomington, and Mattoon, among other cities. And Andrew is working with the State Journal Register here in Springfield. Andrew, let's start with you. You wrote about the West Central region, which includes Springfield and the western part of the state, north of St. Louis. You described that as the epicenter of the teacher shortage in Illinois. Who did you talk to and what did you find? I talked to several administrators and superintendents in the region and found that the teacher shortage is requiring schools to do 
some things that they've never had to do before just to make sure that there are enough bodies in classrooms to supervise their students. Um, one thing that stood out to me was uh, a superintendent in Havana, Illinois, who didn't have a PE teacher for a year and a half uh, in any of his schools. And in their Spanish program, they cycled through uh, four Spanish teachers in five years and for uh, time didn't have any Spanish teacher at all. So they had to contract with a online company and just hire someone to sit in the room while students worked on their computers. Okay, and Taylor, you looked at the East Central region. Uh, what did you find there? So in East Central Illinois, it seems to be pretty similar to the issues in West Central Illinois. A lot of the school districts in this area are rural and have some unique issues that some of other districts across the state don't experience. Um, I talked to the assistant superintendent for student services at Charleston School District, and um, she said they are seeing a rapid decline in how many people are entering the teaching field. So it's also a pipeline issue. There are less students interested in becoming teachers than there used to be, and that's uh, you know for a lot of different reasons. But they're talking, a lot of these regional superintendents I spoke with said that they used to see upwards of 200 applicants for one single position, and now they're lucky if they see maybe four to six. Okay. And Grace, you covered the Northwest region, is that right? Yeah. And what's the situation like up there? Pretty similar to Andrew and Taylor. Um, they have a lot of trouble getting uh they had a big problem getting teachers and both substitute teachers. When I talked to the superintendent at Amboy School District, he mentioned how with having a lack of applicants and teachers, especially for foreign language classes, classes, they had to move their Spanish classes online and they had to combine classes. And they also, and another thing that stuck out to me was especially these rural areas when it comes to substitute teachers, when they have a shortage of these teachers, they depend obviously on the substitute teachers, but since a lot of them are older people who didn't want to come back because of COVID, they have had to either cancel classes, combine classes. So it's all across the board, same issues. Rural areas are having the same troubles that Taylor mentioned, and it's just difficult for them to get applicants in because like Taylor said, it's a pipeline issue and it's just the amount of teachers are just decreasing. Okay. Um, Andrew, uh, from the people that you talked to, did they have any ideas about what the state can do about it? They, they had some ideas. Uh, one of the big issues that they identified was that the changes made about 10 years ago to the pension system in Illinois have disincentivized a lot of teachers or potential teachers from going into the field. Uh, Previously, uh, under the old pension system, uh, it was a perk of the job that could be used to attract attract applicants. But now, under the Tier 2 system that's been in place since 2011, uh, that's less competitive in the marketplace for people looking for career fields. And I'm curious, uh, from all of you, um, did people talk about salary or the working conditions of just being a teacher? Um, I heard a lot about um, working conditions specifically. A lot of superintendents and also the teachers I spoke with specifically um, talked about 
just having a lot of pressure on them to do a lot more than teachers used to say two decades ago. There's a lot of um, requirements in terms of like paperwork and monitoring what's going on in the classroom, reporting things that go on. Um, I guess, you know, taking on extra jobs now, like um, being a sponsor for other activities within the school and um, all those things combined, you know, they're regularly pushing teachers over their contract hours. So teachers have just gotten in the, into the habit of working much longer um, than they expected to um, in some cases when they entered the field. And um, some of the regional superintendents I spoke to too uh, expressed a concern with students and young people hearing and noticing the stress that's on their teachers and um, maybe surmising that that is something that is making young people less interested in going into teaching because they observe the stress that their own teachers go through. And Andrew, you wanted to add something there? Yeah, on the working conditions front, uh, as it intersects with the substitute teacher problem, uh, a lot of these school districts rely on retired teachers to come in for a day or two to cover classes when a, a regular teacher is classroom. But now with COVID numbers increasing, those retirees might have uh, decreased health themselves or might be living with people with decreased health and they're just not as comfortable coming into a school where you have dozens or hundreds of kids who may have COVID. And uh, Grace, just wondering, did people that you talked to also mention the pandemic as complicating things? Yeah, that was one of the biggest factors. When I was talking to the regional superintendent of um, Lee, Oogle, Whiteside County, Chris Tennyson, he mentioned how a lot of these people, they are burnt out and they're tired because the pandemic has had to switch everything up. And they didn't, obviously, they didn't expect to be in this for two years and it's something you can't plan. So it really came down to they feel burnt out because they're taking on all this extra stuff. They're working they're trying to make online classes work, hybrid classes work. And it's just, he just said a lot of them are feeling burnt out. And especially the older ones, they took advantage of retiring early because they were like, I'm burnt out and I don't want to risk my health for this anymore. So yeah, similar problems. Okay. Andrew, Grace, Taylor, thank you so much for being here. And thanks for working on this project. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that'll do it for this week on Capital Cast. Capital Cast is a production of Capital News Illinois, a statehouse reporting project of the Illinois Press Foundation with funding from the Robert McCormick Foundation. Until next time, this is Peter Hancock saying stay safe and thank you for listening.